You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Hey, Zach. So, I have a topic for you today. I was hoping. Okay. Um, can I guess? Of every topic in the world, do you want to guess what it is? Yeah, you're right. That was a dumb idea. No, do it. Guess. Uh, is it uh, um, is it DVD players? Yes. No, it's not. I knew it wasn't. It's not. It is. So, you know, we've been inside a bit lately, chilling, mm-hmm. doing not much. Sometimes, well, actually, you and I have been just doing school. I was all about the to time. say, I wish I was <laughs> I doing. I know it's not pretty much. sad, but. But some people have been chilling inside, and when you're chilling inside, what do you like to do? Sometimes you like to play games, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we would learn about a game that one can play inside with just the game board and some pieces. Sounds like a game. What is it? You know what game it is? <laughs> what? Chess. Okay, cool. Do you know about chess? No, I honestly know uh, nothing about chess. Really? mm Wow. I, I used to play chess kind of a lot, so I know about it. I wish I did. It seems fun. It seems like something I would like. We have a chess board. We should yeah. stink and play I'll it sometime. I'll teach you to play after this, unless you become a master from the research. I think it's case. out of batteries. But the chess board? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I know how to play chess, like I said, but I don't know anything about the history of it. I really have no idea. So I'm really interested to learn. Cool. Me too. I have a feeling it's going to be um, like a, a – uh, I have a feeling it's going to be very old. Yeah, I kind of do too. I truly have zero idea, but my sense is it's kind of old, but mm-hmm. I can't wait to find out the truth. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna get to digging about chess. You right. relax. Good and luck. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> okay, I will. Bye. Siri, what is chess? Great. Sounds like it went really well. I have not studied yet. We'll do this together. No. Just kidding. Okay. But what is chess? You want me to tell you? I'll tell you. I like that. Uh, That was a deep segue, I'll say. Um, Yeah, okay, you tell me. Yeah, because you know about chess. I know nothing about chess, so you tell me what chess is. Chess is a game played between two people, generally, um, and you both have pieces, I don't remember exactly how many, but... 16. You, oh, great. 16 pieces. Um, usually they're different colors, so you can tell whose is whose. And you basically start with your pieces on your side of the board, their pieces on their side of the board, and then you just, like, move across the board according to the way that the different pieces can move. And you try... There's one piece called the king, and you're essentially trying to get to the point where the other person's king is in a compromised position such that there's nothing they can do without their king being taken, essentially. So that's right. what where we hear checkmate, that's the end of the game. Right. So a king is in check in correct me if I'm wrong. A king is in check when it has no possible move to make. Any move it's gonna make, it will result in a checkmate? No, no, that's checkmate. A king is in check if it's in a position where it could be taken but it can still move. So 
let's say I'm, you know, I'm the king, I'm standing right here, and your last move put a piece in position where you could take the king. Okay. But I still have an option. If I have no options left, that's checkmate and the game is over. And what okay. I what I like about chess is it's a Hold it's, on. is it chess or chest? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> what I like about chess is that it's a game of skill. It's a real game of skill. It's not like I mean I, I'm sure there is some skill behind checkers um but there's a lot of other games you can play that are just kind of roll of the dice or whatever yeah um chess really is it's all up to you you can come up with a big master plan in the beginning or you can just you know go on the fly as you go but it really is it, you you have to have some strategy behind what you're doing yeah it seems like it's uh it seems like you couldn't really go in with the master plan right it it it, it seems very much like i i heard it described as a game of anticipating your opponent's next move so it is very on the fly it's very improvised in that way right there are certain setups where there i mean man i feel like i'm talking a little bit outside of my knowledge now but i do remember that there are certain i don't know what you call them plays like series of moves that are kind of like guaranteed wins and and there's some leeway in it that the person could do any number of things and you still could okay. kind of win. But then, but but not necessarily. So, that makes you know, sense. You could have a general plan. Um, but no, I, I guess what you're saying, you can't, you can't necessarily have a master plan of these are all the moves I'm going to make in the order I'm going to make them because it all depends on what the other person does. Right. Yeah. I also saw it described as a game of... It's a game of it's a game of war, really. That's yeah. that's basically what it is. Your pieces are one army, my pieces are another army. I, I'm trying to defeat your army. Yep. And uh, they described it as a game of psychological warfare <laughs> and even of intimidation, okay. which I guess you could kind of relate to maybe something like poker, where it's like, yes, the cards you are dealt are a factor. The position of your pieces on the board are a factor. But maybe even a bigger factor is what your opponent thinks you're going to do or mm-hmm. what your opponent thinks you know in poker. Yeah. So And chess, I would say, you have way more control than poker because everyone starts in the same setup and every single move your pieces make, you choose. So for nothing sure. happens to you. Yeah, I think – and I, again, don't know about chess, but I think the point they were trying to make is – the intimidation factor and the psychological factor comes in the form of if you're playing me and you go to move this piece here, you're going to be wary of what my next move is going to be based on that. And you're going to be uh, kind of trying to read me and assess my skills and, and, and sure. know you know how safe you are with that move versus are you falling into a trap that you don't see but I see because yeah. I, I – I, I don't know, I'm coming across like I know more than you. You know, there's an aspect of that. There's definitely an aspect of having a poker face in the sense of if you you make a move that you know you're putting a certain piece of your opponents in jeopardy, um, you don't want to give that away because maybe they didn't notice, you know? So if they didn't, you want to just like play it cool so on the next move you can take their queen or whatever it is. I mean, it's very, this is a very stupid example, but it's like tic-tac-toe, a game that everybody knows and everybody knows Mm -hmm. how to play. If you're kind of setting it up and you realize that you have two in a row 
and that third one's open, like you don't want to draw attention. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to draw attention to the fact that that third one is open because they would uh, just simply block it. Yeah. But uh, so you kind of play it cool, like uh, I guess so. I don't know. I'll put an X right here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So that sort of thing. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Um, I think that was a good foundation. Now good. I'm going to attempt to, you know, give us the story of the history. Good. Where, so, do, where do we start? Where do we start? I really want to know. Chess is a very blurred, um, you could maybe call it a debated history. Okay. There are evidence of games, board games, game pieces, game boards that are found much earlier than any iteration of chess. But they're just game. I mean, they have nothing more in common with chess than the fact that they're both games. Board they're games. not chess. Mm-hmm. The earliest precursor to chess comes from the 7th century in India, Ooh. where a game called Chaturanga was fairly widely played. Cool. And it was played on a board with pieces, um, or more likely probably played with dice. And uh, the pieces, or dice, had different rules to, to them, similar to oh, yeah. chess uh-huh. pieces. So that that kind of made it like chess. And then these, these games travel around and transform over time and over geographical space uh, when people and mainly merchants traveling on the Silk Road take them mm-hmm. and they go further into Asia into places like China and Russia and eventually get to Japan. And this game, Chaturunga, I think it's Chaturunga. Chaturunga. Um, it evolves into a game. So, I, I, yeah, I had it written down, but then I was doing voice text to the iPad to, like, compile the notes, and I think it changed it to a different word. I think it's Chaturunga. Uh, that evolved into a game called Chantrage, which is even – that's S-H-A-T-R-A-N-J. Wow. Which is even – closer to modern chess oh cool with like new kind of special rules and the addition of a piece called the counselor which in time <laughs> as one website put it uh got a sex change and became the queen oh nice so they're introducing new pieces they're implementing new rules new movements to these pieces uh-huh. and then there are lots of early variations like around 1750 it reaches china where they're playing a game on a similar looking board as we have today mm-hmm. but instead of the chess pieces they're using these little discs and instead of putting them in the spaces on the board they're playing along the lines of the board ah. and then eventually it gets to japan in about 1100 and i think they actually still play a different chess over there so you know chinese checkers uh, yeah I've, i know about it i don't know how to play it or anything i guess apparently there's also chinese chess oh which i didn't really look into it but the bit that i read made it sound like that is their chess like Maybe they play, I'm sure, you know, today someone over there is playing normal chess. If not, that's Mm -hmm. the predominant one. But it sounds like they really do have like their own version of chess, whereas the rest of the world is kind of on the same page. Mm -hmm. So it's around that same time that... So what time? 1100-ish. Cool. Um, Perhaps a little earlier than that. So it it has moved into... Uh, into Asia, out of India, mm-hmm. and now it's moving into Europe via Muslim travelers who are moving through Persia and uh, North Africa, and they bring it to Sicily cool. and Spain. It's really Spain and Sicily. Like Spain's kind of more prominent in the history of chess than Sicily okay. is, but you know it gets to both of those those places. And the Spanish and the Italians are the first Europeans to really put their mark on chess. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, and again, as you can imagine, it's evolving very slowly and separately depending on where you are in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a game, so it's... I mean, even today, people have their own house rules when it right. comes to games, things like that. So when you think of it that way, it's like, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense that it's not going to be this clear-cut history. It's evolving all over the world at a different rate and in different ways. But, of course, eventually it culminates into one standard that we all know mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. Cool, cool. So RE, that evolution, I read that uh, by 1300, the piece that is known as the pawn, mm-hmm. uh, it was around 1300 that that piece first gained the ability to move two spaces. Oh, okay. But that wasn't a widely accepted rule until like the 1600s. Wow, that's You know, so, so things like that, like it starts in one place and, and these people play it like that here, but not anyone elsewhere. And, and over here, they have totally different pieces altogether. Yeah. You know, but it took a long time for it to become more standardized right, and, right. and for everybody to be playing the same game. That's really cool. So now we're in like the 1400s, late 1400s. I, I think it was 1475. There are two more big shifts in the game that bring it closer to the chess we know today. Oh, cool. What is it? So the what piece, are they? The, that piece I mentioned called the Counselor, right. which oh, was introduced. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in like 1475-ish, that became the Queen, mm-hmm. which was now the most powerful piece on the board. Yes, it is. Okay. What do you know about the Queen? The Queen is the coolest because the Queen can move in any direction, any number of spaces, oh, okay. and no other piece can do that. So so it's the best. So the queen can move forward or backward forward, or diagonal backward. and as many yes. spaces as you want? Exactly. Forward, backward, side to side, diagonal, and as many spaces as you want. Oh, so from any move, from any one spot, the queen can end up in any one spot on the board? As Is long that as right? there's nothing in her way. Well, I guess there's some differences because it can either go diagonal or straight, but eventually there's going to be squares in the middle of those two lines that it couldn't get to, right? yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that happens around that time. The queen becomes the the counselor. The counselor becomes the queen. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then that was really big because apparently prior to that, a pawn could become a counselor. I guess there's something in chess where it's like a promotion where they can can get to a certain point where it's like, okay, your pawn is now a queen. Is that right today? Yes, that still is today. If I remember correctly, if you get all the way to the other edge of the board, then you get your pawn becomes a queen. Right. But before the queen, when it was the counselor, the counselor wasn't nearly as powerful as the queen. Mm, sounds so that about right. that promotion from pawn to counselor was kind of like, eh, no, no one we're, cared. We're, yeah, it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But now that the queen had all of this new power, mm-hmm. the promotion from a pawn to a queen was really huge. So now pawns are becoming queens. That's a really big deal. <laughs> this is <And> huge. <laughs> I mean, it's it's big news. It is. Uh. And then there was also around-ish that same time a Chaturunga piece known as the uh, – I think it was known as the Elephant. That Cute. piece became the Bishop. Mm. And it had a more increased range. So the game's picking up intensity a lot. Like it's it's becoming a lot – I was going to say more serious. That's not the right word. But, you know, it's becoming a lot more like on your toes. Like, oh, shoot, mm. like there's a lot more that can happen now. There's a lot more to process. Like yeah. a lot more options on that the table. Sense. Yeah. Right. And with these new rule changes, increased checkmates. So I, mm. I don't know it enough to say that checkmates are now easier to come by, 
but they were definitely much, much more possible and more threatening now. Mm, interesting. With the introduction of these new pieces and new rules yeah. for these pieces. I mean, I would say whether checkmate is easy to come by or not entirely depends on who you're playing. But I could see that if you had just like limited range in your pieces, maybe it would just kind of like take forever to get there and... And it's, like, kind of less dramatic once you do. And now, I mean, kind of like I was saying in the beginning, if you have a couple of tricks up your sleeve and you know one of those setups that there, there's a few ways you can play where as long as the, your opponent doesn't do, like, a specific certain thing, you could win in, like, three or four moves. Two. Two? Okay, checkmate. yeah, you can yeah. Checkmate in two. So, so, so I would imagine maybe in the old rules with this elephant or something, uh, maybe that wasn't possible. So now it's kind of like, whoa, more dramatic, more exciting. Right, yeah, I think that's the the gist of it. Um, So as the pieces are evolving and as the the rules are shifting a bit, Mm -hmm. as are the designs of the board. Okay. So, again, everything's varying wildly and widely, depending (laughs) on where you are. So the rules, the pieces, and the board that you're playing on. And all of the different cultures have different different shapes to their pieces. Like the Islamic countries, mm-hmm. I or Islamic groups, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if there are Islamic countries or if it's just groups yeah. within countries. I mean, they still are, and I'm sure there were then too. Right. So I guess they don't believe in uh, Im- like creating images of living things. So they didn't have pieces that looked like a king or like an animal they just had kind of more like uh i don't know i guess abstract shapes of Mm -hmm. pieces and that's what they played played with like pieces made out of clay that were just like eh, shapes Mm -hmm. you know interesting uh and then you had you know in the bishop piece was originally the shape of an elephant and Mm -hmm. then in russia as recently as like the 19th century or maybe even later the rook piece was the shape of a ship so uh-huh. there are, there are, you know, just again, variations all over until it kind of gets to one standardized spot, which happened in uh, the mid 1800s wow. when a guy from England named Nathaniel Cook designed and patented the set that we know today. Oh, wow. And when he did that, he got the endorsement of a guy who was at the time the best chess player in the world. It was a guy named Howard Staunton. Ooh. And Staunton was a fan of the set. And his endorsement made that set the standard. And even today, it's known as the Staunton set. Really? And it's the only set used in international play. That's so interesting. And I mean, it's the only set used, period. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can get novelty sets. I'm sure you can get For like sure. a You get a Star, Star Wars one. <laughs> I was going to say Star Wars too. Uh, yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Yeah. But any chess set is this set. And also, I can picture, even when you were you were talking about, like, not depicting living things and stuff, in my head, I thought, I was thinking, I think I can picture chess sets where the king is a little king man-looking thing. Especially and, back then, I think they were kind of all yeah, like I'm that. Sure when they then. When it was supposed to be the queen, or it was supposed to be a pawn, it was like a, a, a right. figure. But today, I think, like, even today, I'm sure those are out there. But obviously that's not – like if you're familiar with chess, that's not what they really look like. Now they they are more abstract shapes right. like the Islamic ones yeah. except the horse now that I think about it. Oh, that's true. The knight is And then horse. the king has a crown, right? 
Or is that the queen that has a... One of them has the, a crown, the sort king of. and queen, piece, which they kind of look a like person, crowns, but, but it's not a person. Yeah, so it's not even like a crown on someone's head. And then is it the rook that kind of looks like a turret? Yes, With like the like cutouts on the top? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're right. They are more or less abstract now besides the horse. What's yeah. the horse called? A knight. Okay. And then the bishop is just like... I don't know, kind of pointy, and then it has a little slash in it, and it has a little round ball at the top. It's hard to explain. Pointy? Look it up. I can picture one with a round ball, but He's what's like the this. pointy and the slash? Okay. And then there's a little, like, slot in it, I think, if huh. I'm remembering correctly. I can't picture that. I'm not describing it well. You should look it up. It's This is going to sound weird, but I swear in all of the research I did, I don't think I saw any. Really? Well, no, that's not true, because I did scroll past some photos that were yeah. chess pieces. But you were but busy. You had to yeah, move. <laughs> yeah, I was moving. So it's around the same time with the Staunton set and that standardization of it, mid-1800s, around this time that they uh, the first international matches are being played. The oh, first cool. of which was between players from England and France. Nice. And countries began to hold their own national championships. I mean, at this point... And long before, obviously, there's a very long history of chess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, it's a very common game. Very popular, yeah. Uh, countries are holding their own national championships until 1886, which honestly is later than I would have guessed. Yeah, me too. All of this is a little bit later. Even when you yeah. say like the mid-1800s is the first time it's standardized. I mean, I guess, I guess it is true that people were playing chess and playing things like chess for very very long time yeah so that much kind of holds up longer before that so right. the, yeah don't let the, that throw you off exactly the, the standard yeah. set coming in the mid 1800s but like people have been playing chess as far as i understand more or less as we know it at least like 90 percent of what we know it for for like a thousand hu- hundreds years. of years before that eh, yeah. they, they've been playing games like chess for a thousand mm-hmm. years for sure but they've been essentially playing chess for like yeah yeah close-ish to a thousand years yeah pretty but much this standard set only for what 170 ish yeah but i get the idea that like before that before that standard set it could have been the exact same game for like 200 years mm-hmm. but just like maybe this one has a crown maybe this one does look like right, a queen right. you know that sort of thing those yeah. tiny variations you can adapt to that on the fly you show up at someone's right. home the queen has a face the queen doesn't have a face you, you say deal is with this the it. queen and they say yes and you're like all right i get it it's simple mm-hmm. so in 1886 which like i said later than i would have guessed mm-hmm. that was the first match that was billed as a world championship okay and it nice. was played between wilhelm steinitz from uh-huh. the Japan. I don't know, Czech Republic, <laughs> Czechoslovakia, I don't know. Okay. 1886, and Johann Zuckertort from Austria. <laughs> Zuckertort? And here's the thing. What a name. These guys probably lived like 45 minutes from each other. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure that those were different countries at that time. I looked up the map of Europe in 1886, mm-hmm. and that whole region is called like the Austria-Hungarian Republic or something like that. Like okay. literally... This guy's from Czech Republic or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and this guy's from Austria. Those are all in the same. Oh, sorry, the the guy from the from Czech whatever. I I wrote that. It what I read actually said he's from Prague, which we know okay. now. Yeah, is Czech. Um, but like Prague and all of Austria were in this same region yeah. on the map. So like these these guys are from 
literally like an hour away. I don't right. know why this is the world championship. Well, it's like but we yeah, call sure. the baseball the World Series as if we let anyone else try. Yeah, and no, that's valid. Mm-hmm. That's valid. But I do believe that the best players in the world are in Japan. No, by and large, the best players in the world are playing in the MLB. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but we should let them try. We can't just crown ourselves the World Series and we're like, but no one else gets to try. I agree with you. It's but at least at least baseball really does have an international appeal to it, or an international uh, group of players. Yeah. I think it's weirder with football when a team wins the Super Bowl. Like, it's already called the Super Bowl, but then yeah. they tout themselves as the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs or something like that. And it's yeah. like... Everyone on your team is from America. Yeah. You only played teams in America. You are the champion of America. Maybe they don't play this in the rest of the world, right. but like they don't play it in the rest of the world. So yeah. don't call yourself the world champion. And that's pretty silly because, again, you didn't let anyone else try. Right. But at least when the Dodgers win the World Series, it's like they There's have players who of, are yeah. American and Mexican and Nicaraguan and yeah. Korean, and you know, Dominican they have, yeah, and probably Japanese. I mean, I'm sure five or six other countries represented mm-hmm. on their roster, you know, so yeah. it, that feels a, a bit more international than, than football. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, these guys face off. Mm-hmm. Don't know who won. I'll have to check my sports app to okay. see who won that match. Sounds good. Um, I'm betting that Zook and Tort fell off. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. Okay. So at this point, and I think well before. It's effectively the same game that we play today. Cool. And the history between then, then being like the mid-1800s and now, is just a lot of who's the best in the world, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Not a lot of not a lot of filling in to not do. Not a lot of development. We get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some cool stuff about like them de- designing computers that beat chess players and right. things like that. I yeah. believe the first one was in 1986. Um I forget where they were from, but anyway, they made a computer. These guys or people made a computer that I think was called Deep Thinker. That was like the name of it. Okay. And it was a computer made to play chess. Yeah. And it uh, it beat a chess master. It did? Wow. Yeah, 1986. It's so weird. I saw a photo of it. At least I think I saw a photo of what it <laughs> of was. The computer? It looks like a <laughs> It looks like a plaque. It looks like a plaque with, like, a bunch of stuff, like, screwed into it. Like, it doesn't look like a computer. It's weird. I don't really know what it was. That Maybe is that weird. wasn't it. Maybe I just saw a picture of a <laughs> Maybe plaque. That the Maybe plaque. that was the plaque that they gave to the computer when it won. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a, a few years later, in, like, the mid-90s, a group of five top women chess players beat a group of five senior grandmaster men nice by a score of 26 and a half to 23 and a half and i have absolutely no idea what those scores How mean scoring you yeah yeah i don't really either um but wow, cool yeah so that's that's chess for you that's really all, i mean that's all i have this was big thanks to uh, britannica.com like this is like i used their article for a lot of this information of just making sense of the history of it mm-hmm. all and, you know, some little YouTube videos here and there and clicking on some other sites. But the Britannica one seemed like a very um, – as straightforward of a timeline as you could get. And it was, uh, you know, the other sources that I looked at all seemed to back up what they were saying on there. So Cool. Yeah. That was really cool. I am – that I found that very interesting. I am – 
like I said, a little surprised at how recent the most, you know, the familiar iteration of chess was, is, but, um, but that's really cool. Yeah, I'm, but I'm not surprised at its history. No. Of, you know, there being people playing chess and bringing it to, from India to Europe and Asia and it transforming over hundreds of years. Like, that's, I, I was like, I knew that's what it was going to be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's There's no way cool. that, like, some person just thought this up in their house 200 years ago and started distributing yeah. it. You know, it just seems like that sort of game. And also Because it's so ambiguous, really. I mean, like... The game, you mean? Yeah, you play chess, you know it, so you, I don't know, have more of a grasp. But to to me, and maybe other people too, it just feels like, almost, I don't know, like maybe like natural is the word. Like it just feels like something that doesn't seem like it was invented. It feels very much like the product of a thousand years of mm-hmm. input from people all over the world to become this game that is just... I don't know what it is. It doesn't apply to any one culture or one time period. It's just very like I don't know, almost abstract. In yeah, a way. yeah. It can. It's applicable to to anyone. I feel yeah. like you don't need to be able to speak the same language. You don't need to. Right. It's a game based anything. on war, which yeah. is one of the most unfortunately natural <laughs> yeah. oldest thing, the concepts ever. And exactly like you said, there are no language barriers. There's no. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you need to identify other than the rules of the piece, which can be explained in any language possible, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess just that's what I'm emotions. thinking of. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's a, it's a fun game. And like I said, I, it's really cool to have something that is based totally on strategy really. And, and from the moment you start it, it's its own thing, right? Like it doesn't matter what you did last game. It doesn't matter what you've done in all the games of your whole past. All that matters is like what you choose to do right now and what the person sitting across from you chooses to do, which is pretty cool. You make a good point. Yeah. There are lots of different outcomes of a game of chess. It's right. I, Whatever happens last game has no reflection on what happens this game. Are you setting me up? I <laughs> What's am. Happening? Can I tell you the total number of possible unique chess games oh my god so this is each move start to finish all the variations of it all the possible games of chess that could take place start to finish do you know what that number is i don't it's 10 to the 120th power which that that sounds like a lot right it's ridiculous yeah wait till you hear it put another way okay that is 1000 trillion 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 games that's just ridiculous yeah that's just just even pointless to tell me that at this point that's you're right we'll cut this out i'm sorry no i like it that it reminds me of um you know how they say when you shuffle a deck of cards right that there's so many possibilities that it's likely that no two decks of cards have ever been shuffled into the the same same order ever in the history of humanity. And, like, even if we live for another billion years, like, it won't be. Yeah, I I remember remember that that stat from, like, a couple years ago. I remember I read that and talking about it, and it's just... It's painful to think about. (laughs) And it's something along the lines of, and I don't even think this is that far off, it's something along the lines of, like, if every possible variation of a deck of cards was like one second and i'm screwing it up i don't know go look it up go look at how many variations a deck of cards has like put into different terms it's it's 
It's way more insane. than you think. It's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, and okay. this is similar, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if the deck of cards one was this big. It's It can't be. Because it can't be because there's so many. Uh, yeah. yeah, there are way more possible moves in a game of chess than yeah. there are decks of car- yeah. or cards in a deck. Um, okay, can I hit you with some more facts? Yeah. Okay, so that's the total number of possible games, including Outcome. all their outcomes, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The total uh, number of possible moves in a game, mm-hmm. and this is not every single possible move. This is just the most moves a game could possibly take. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Is five thousand nine hundred and forty-nine. <gasps> oh no, that would be a terrible game to be a part of. Yeah, and for reference, the longest game on record ever played in terms of moves, not in terms of time. Oh, okay. the most moves ever played in a chess game was 269 wow and that took over 20 hours Ugh. so the most possible is over five 30 times more than that yeah that's crazy well yeah. that would be if you're just playing like a real goofball like just like moving a pawn a pawn, a pawn i guess a pawn. so i mean i know nothing about chess but that 269 number surprised me like i i I just had no frame of reference. I would have believed you if you told me that was the average number of moves in a game of chess. I had uh, no idea. No, that seems like a lot. Well, apparently, because <laughs> it's the most ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, the oldest set ever found in the world was found on the Isle of Lewis in Scotland. Mm. And it was made out of walrus ivory. It still Ooh. is made out of walrus ivory because mm-hmm. it still exists. And it is over 800 years old. Wow. And it's a pretty near complete set. I guess there's no way for them to verify exactly how many pieces were ever there. Mm. But there are like 72 pieces with this set that they found. 72 pieces? That's yeah. it's, so it's many. It's more than is in a standard chess set yeah. today. But like they think this was a full set of wow. whatever. And I, I so when I came across this fact, um, or I came across it in one spot and then I came across it in another spot. And in the other spot, it said that they used this set of this chess set in one of the Harry Potter movies. Whoa. And immediately that sounded insane to me. And I was like, no way. So I tried <laughs> to verify it. And all I could find, like I searched like the Lewis of Isle chess set, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. All I could find were Pinterest posts resharing that fact. Mm. And I was, because I'm like, okay, if this is real, like, surely there's going to be someone writing yeah. about it. There's going to be some yeah. news story about it. Some, like, check out this actual true fact from this Harry Potter. No, I think it's all just Pinterest. So, like, weird. Now I'm a thousand percent sure that's not true. Because <laughs> I'm like, why on earth would they allow them to use this yeah. priceless, one of a kind, yeah. oldest chess set in the world? No. I'm sure they used a replica. I'm sure they right, used it right, and referenced right. it and said it was that set. But, like, of course it wasn't the actual set. Yeah, they wouldn't set. bring that set So stupid. Set. Yeah, no. Wouldn't have that set on set. No. Um, okay, the folding chessboard, like the one we have and, like, the one that probably half the people who have a chessboard have. And it folds in half. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was invented in 1125. Dang! By a priest who, at the time, was forbidden from the church from uh, chessing. So he seriously, yeah, they forbade him from church because he played chess. No, no, no. They forbade. They didn't forbid him from church. The church oh. forbid the playing of chess. They, oh, okay, okay, um, got it. So I guess they would have had they found him <laughs> playing it, yeah. but he didn't want to get caught. Yeah. So he designed a board and disguised it to fold in half and look like two books stacked on top of each other. No way. So that's the invention of the folding chessboard. Wow. It was a sin. 
I guess so. You're right. <laughs> Final fact. Okay. Best one by far. Great. By far. Let's do it. I hope you're still listening. Uh-huh. So checkmate, like we said in the very beginning. That's yes. how you win a game. Yeah. And that is like the only way to win, right? Yeah. Other than someone just forfeiting, which I saw as like yeah. a fairly common thing. <laughs> yeah. Just because you get bored. Yeah. And, and I guess I the, the thing I read said that like when you know that you're in a spot where you can't get out of it, it's kind of like common courtesy to forfeit rather than like to battle on for another yeah. 40 minutes there trying could to be, yeah, take turns to get out. You could get into a situation where... It, where literally it could be like you make a move and I'm in check. So so right now my king is in peril. There's a piece that could take it on its next move. That's what check means. And so I can move my king out of there. But then you can move a piece back so my king is in check in this new spot. And then I can move the king back. So you and just keep you doing a dance that yeah, doesn't make any progress. So that's like... That's probably what they're referencing then. Yeah, that or even or or I'm sure there's even lesser versions of that where it's just like we're getting close. I can tell I'm losing. Yeah. It might take 10 more moves. I don't feel like going through the process. Goodbye. Okay. I like that aspect mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, checkmate, the way that you properly win yes. a game of chess. That comes from the Arabic word or words, I suppose, shamat. S-H-A-H space M-A-T, which translates into English as the king is dead. That is so cool. That's yeah. crazy. I know. Isn't that really cool? Yes. So Shamat checkmate. Like wow. that's That's the connection. It's so ubiquitous now that it feels like, well, naturally it's called checkmate. That makes sense. But, right. But like, no, it doesn't. What but then, is, yeah, when it you think about it, it's nothing. like, what is check? What is mate? Right. What is, yeah. why, why, why would it be these words? Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. I like Pretty that. Pretty cool. I like that a lot. So now we're going to have to play chess. <sighs> over Christmas. Oh, yeah. Over the holidays, we'll definitely... Zach and I are in, like, deep finals mode right now where it's just, like, school, 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 school coming at us. Um, but once that's over, we're going to have a nice little break. And I think check w- or check chess would be a fantastic thing to do to keep our brains active but in a fun way. I agree. Yeah. I can teach you how all the pieces move. Where do they go? All that. I need the help. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be fun, really. Let's do it. I'm, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okie doke. All right. Check. Checkmate. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you are a real life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, that's 30 Minute Expert Podcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.